What's good, everyone? You're listening to On Our Level with Sam and David talking all things casual drinking, gaming, media, and entertainment. Good evening, David. How's it going? Do you want to start off by telling us what you're drinking as always? Yeah, good afternoon. So I'm having, I think I'm having one of your faves today. I was, I was looking through my drinks cabinet because I feel like I've had everything in my drinks cabinet now, but I've had these tucked away for a rainy day and it has been a bloody rainy day down here. Um, so I'm having one of my Talisker little, little box drinks. So I'm having, oh God, which one is it? Talisker Sky? Is that one of the ones you like? I know yeah, there's, I that one. There's, there's Storm, 10 year old and Talisker Sky, but, um. What, uh, what are you drinking today? Me? I'm on the old advent calendar, so oh, nice. I thought I'd, nice. I'd, I'd bring the one that came out actually today with me. It's called, um, it's called Finkerman Zanos. Finkerman Zanos, product of Spain. You say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Finkerman oh. Zanos. Right, nice. It's all right, it's pretty good. It's um, Rioja. Not actually one of my favourites normally. I quite like Shiraz and Malbec, but it seems to be going down well so far. And it's in an advent calendar, so... Yes. You didn't have uh, one from your advent calendar last time, did you? I think... What was no. it? Did you have... Oh, Irish cream, I think. Irish cream liqueur. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm so it. jealous of that advent calendar. It's so cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is really good. Although mm. it's bad because you end up having a drink every night. Yeah, that's very um, good. <laughs> but the benefit of it is you don't just get reds, there's whites and mm. roses in there, which I pass on to my partner. So nice. just so you're aware, don't drink do, all of them so anymore. Have a day off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, right. we'll get into it. So today we're, we're kind of sticking on a slightly Christmassy kind of end of year theme. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking more about what we're looking forward to next year, so 2022. Um, 2021 brought us another lockdown, um, a major superconductor shortage as well. Um, kind of two big conflicting narratives there for those who love gaming. Mm. Um, so today, I think I'm going to focus on what's more to come next year and what we can look forward to. Um, big announcements, big games, and we'll go off the run of film and TV like we have done in the previous episode. Um, those who listen regularly will know that we're both fans of the Pokemon franchise um, and they're is a certain amount of excitement for me, and I'm probably for you as well, mm-hmm. around the release of Pokemon Arceus, I think it is. Arceus? Legends. Arceus, yeah. Maybe. I don't know how to yeah, that. one or the other. Yeah. Don't, don't ask me. Um, it's, and and it's, it's, uh, my excitement is no different to previous titles that they've released, so I'm very, very excited for this one. I know it's going to be slightly different, I believe. It's, yeah. it's still going to be the classic action role-playing game by Game Freak that we all love. Um I know there's going to be like a few elements changing, specifically the fact that I think it's going to be open world. Now, I don't Mm. know if I consider normal Pokemon games open, open world, because you have to do certain things to get down a certain storyline before you have sandbox play, do what you want at the end. Um, But this one I've heard is going to be slightly different. Yes, I'm also very excited about this one. I I haven't put it down on one of the ones that I'm most excited about because I saw that you have done that. but I am also extremely excited about this one. We've never really seen Pokemon have that kind of open world view. As you said, you mm. kind of have like a world that you explore, but you're very much taken down a route to like you hit certain places in certain order. Um, but I don't actually think it's open world, which is a little bit sad because I, I remember seeing a news article about it basically saying it's 
it's like separated into segments, like areas, rather than it being mm. just kind of like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, where you're literally just left to your own devices. But um, it's more open world than any other Pokemon game that's ever been out. And they've got cool, they've got really cool stuff with it. Like the yeah. Pokemon actually being in the in the world rather than you going into grass and it's like, oh, there's a sudden encounter. It's like you you can see the Pokemon and interact with them in the You're world. You're new to that because you haven't played Sword and Shield, have has you? Has that been there before? Yeah. Right, okay. Cause I know that is not new, my friend. Right. That is not oh, new. I've been so out of the loop because I know it was in uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. But that only had the like the the ball mechanic like of Pokemon yeah. Go, but um, yeah, I've been very out of the loop. If that's already been there, oops. <laughs> yeah, they they were in there. I really enjoyed right. that game as well. I've also heard that the catching there, there's some Pokemon that you have to battle, and then there's others that you can just catch without yeah. going into the battle in this game. I've heard, right. which will be interesting to see how that works and what you can do with it. Got you. A couple of other things I wanted to mention was that I've heard that player characters can lose health in battles. Ooh. Don't know how that's going to work or what what that is going to affect gameplay wise. Absolutely smashes you, and it's like yeah. it's like a Dark Souls when it comes up, you died. <laughs> it's like yeah, you just yeah, get yeah. killed by Pokemon. Um, there's also going to be full damage. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. Ouch. Um, but I mean, going off the actual game itself, I know it's going to be a prequel for the prequel for the. I think it was the uh, black and white or di- I think it's black and white. Could be diamond and pearl. I'm probably wrong now. Mm-hmm. Should have looked it up. And it's got a prequel for that. I think it's set in like a 19th century Japan, oh, cool. which is quite interesting. The poke where the Pokeballs are wooden Pokeballs, right? Yeah, oh. quite interesting. Quite That's interesting. Quite cool. Um, and it's, it's it's the first Pokemon game where the three starter Pokemon are going to be from three different generations. So oh, I believe really? Rowlet from Sun and Moon, Cyndaquil from Gold and Silver, and uh. Oshawa from Black and White will be uh, options for starting three. So, so yeah, something a bit different there. Something to look forward to. But it would be that nice to have cool. like a range of them all. Yeah, that is quite cool. How it's because they've never, never, they've never done that before. Like uh, other previous gens have appeared in like other Pokemon games, but you've never had that that the starters being from separate generations. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Definitely oh. pick Syndical, but that's oh, yeah, just me. Absolutely. I feel like every Pokemon game I play, I always go fire type. So I've always gone for always Charmander, the strongest, Syndical. Right? It's, got, yeah. it's usually the strongest. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm, another big game I'm looking forward to, yeah, 100%, Nintendo Switch. Um, so we'll see. I think that's actually January, like mid-January that's coming out. So it's not too far away at all. Um, one other notable mention for me is Starfield. I think it was due to be mid mm. next year. I think it's been pushed back to late. I think it's a Bethesda game. Yeah. Um, I've heard it's like a mix of a lot of people have dubbed it Interstellar crossed with Skyrim, which oh, actually wow. sounds quite good. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, if you've got like all the different like like side quests and stuff, but it's set in like a space environment, I feel like that'd be quite cool. It's it's almost oh there was another game that oh like um, No Man's Sky where it's all kind of like space exploration, but not you know completely procedurally generated and all that kind of stuff. That's cool. I, I'm also looking forward to Starfield as well. Um, so mine are a little bit different, um, mainly because I don't I don't know if this this actually classifies as being like a future game because technically the multiplayer is already out for it and the campaign I think is coming out in oh it's maybe tomorrow the campaign comes out. <laughs> so, I've got a weird feeling it's either today or tomorrow I as of recording. It was not when this is released. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was either the eighth or the ninth. I think it came out. Um, but yeah, so that is 
Halo Infinite campaign, I I am absolutely going to smash this. I I'm a massive fan of the Halo franchise and another chance to play as Master Chief and just get invested in that world again. I just I'm super up for it. So, it doesn't really count as a future game because it's it will be out by the time this podcast airs. But um yeah, that that is one I'm just super super excited about. As you guys know, I've I've been absolutely smashing the multiplayer for it. I can't really stop apart from the fact that Fortnite have now brought out a new season. <laughs> so, I've I've uh, yeah, I've relapsed. I've slipped back into the Fortnite um addiction, but yeah, I'm super excited about Halo Infinite campaign. Um and another game that I'm super excited about which is a future game is a game called I think it's called Redfall and it's by um it's by Bethesda Softworks and yeah, sorry developed by Arcane Studios who are the guys who do the whole Dishonored franchise and released by Bethesda so again Skyrim um Doom all those all those kind of games um it kind of looks like a four player co-op vampire slaying game with like magic abilities it looks super cool and i know we've already touched on this from i think it was bethesda's bethesda's um trailer event or whatever it was there were basically loads of different trailers that were being aired um, i think it was for an xbox it might have been e3, e3 was it e3 oh, god i can't remember delayed e3 it was one of the other it was one, one of those i think it might have been e3 um but yeah, that game looks super cool. It, we haven't really seen a lot of gameplay stuff, but you can kind of you can kind of guess what some of the gameplay elements would be from the trailer, which is very mm. very clever. But um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited about that. But mainly, Halo, Halo. It's it's next year. It's just going to be all Halo. Unfortunately, it's right in time for Christmas as well, isn't mm. it? Like. We, I literally messaged you earlier today about how much there still is to play. Oh, yeah. like, there's a new Fortnite season. There's still Apex that I haven't touched. We haven't finished Back for Blood. Forza Horizon 5 is out. Yep. There's a new Warzone map. Oh, um, is that out now? Because that was coming out, that's, that's out with Vanguard. I think Vanguard it's today or tomorrow. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. God. So there's just so much. But, I mean, that campaign will be nice. Like, a little mm. winter over the Christmas period and everybody's got time off. Yeah, because it's um, different. It's like... it. It's an open. It's it's a completely different Halo than what we've seen before as well. It's it's like an open world, kind of like Skyrim. That w- the, from the stuff that I've seen, it's kind of like Skyrim where it's open world. There's loads of different side quests and main quests that you can do. Mm. Apparently, this is going to be the first Halo game that won't allow you to play previous missions that you've completed because it's not that linear story like you're doing you can do side quests you can split up your play session but um, uh, okay yeah i'm i'm super excited about halo as you can tell i'm I yeah. feel yeah i'm super excited it's like christmas and there hasn't early. been like a story game that's been released recently that i could, i know of that, that, that we've been excited for so yeah I, no. I agree when you when you're playing on your own it's one of those games it's really nice to have just to yeah. get lost in rather yeah. than constantly grinding these online uh got online modes which in their own right, it's still fun, but yeah. having that campaign is always fun to do, and I haven't had something like that since Red Dead, I'd say. So, mm, yeah. um, But we'll, we'll move on swiftly to the film and TV, <laughs> so kind of what we're looking forward to. Um, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet, my end, really. Um, Marvel. <laughs> I'm currently watching through the Hawkeye <laughs> Marvel? stuff. That, uh, yeah, just currently watching through the Hawkeye stuff, which I'm quite enjoying, and I'm oh, really? the Loki series, so nice. they're good. Nice. Um, but I am also can't wait to see the new film set for release in 2022. 
So this includes, I think, a Doctor Strange film, Thor 4, mm-hmm. and Black Panther 2. They're the main things I can pull out from next year. In terms of specifics, I'm not too sure. I know you've got a few interesting ones that I didn't oh. think of that you're going to pull up. Oh, I mean, yeah. That, but that Marvel universe is still like a really big pull for me. I think it's really fun. I like what they've done with the TV series. I'm not sure if there's any of them due to come out next year. I'm sure there probably is. I, I do so. like Doctor Strange. I like Thor. I think Thor is probably one of the funnier, funniest ones for me. Mm. Um, and obviously it'll be interesting to see what they do with Black Panther 2 since um, Chadwick Chad, since he passed away. Yeah. yeah. I also watched um, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Uh, yes. Is that called that? Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings or something like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's something like that. I, I still haven't seen that yet. Is that any good? I thought that was really good. Really? thought I was really good, yeah. And mm. there's a specific character in it that I want to get a plushie of. A but plushie. we'll um, I'll, I'll, Yeah, I'll leave that to you to, to watch and we'll discuss that at right. another point. I'm yeah. sure I'll probably come back with it in the background during a few <laughs> future episodes. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I've, I still haven't seen that. I've, I also still haven't watched... Um, still haven't finished What If... Um, which is the animated series where it kind of goes down like, oh, what if this happened instead of this in the MCU? Um, and yet also still haven't watched Hawkeye. Apparently that's quite good. Are they still doing... It's coming out weekly, right? Yeah, every Wednesday. And it's right. got Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld in it, yes. who features in Dickinson, who my partner watched and thinks very oh, really? good. I think she's a music artist as well, from what she said. She, she's been featured in a couple of songs. She's been in Pitch Perfect too. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, she's one of the main characters in Pitch Perfect 2. I think it's Pitch Perfect 2. Um, but she is also, I believe, the voice actor for Spider-Gwen, uh, Gwen Stacy, in the animated Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse film. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, same, that makes sense. Same person's yeah, voice. Yeah, I can hear it now. Um, but yeah, oh, what a, what a film. Um, so... That leads me quite nicely onto my films and stuff of next year. So, um, one of the films that has received a trailer, released a trailer, I think it was literally a day or two ago, is the next Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated film. Um, So, I can't... That's really bad. I can't actually remember what it's called, but it's going to feature Miles and Spider-Gwen and loads, probably loads of other animated spider-man people um and it also includes oh god i'm gonna butcher his name i think it's oscar isaac um who's a really big actor he played poe in the star wars films the latest lot um Mm. and he's also in dune i think he's one of the main characters in dune um okay yeah he is going to be playing the spider-man 2099 character who's like this futuristic spider-man who's going to be like going through time and messing stuff up i just love all this stuff i'm just a proper yeah. proper nerd. whenever i talk to my girlfriend about this she's like like let's just watch the film yeah <laughs> yeah. We, yeah 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 but um yeah so I, i'm excited about the the next spider-man into the spideyverse film uh what else did i put down i'm also looking forward to another spider-man film which i think is actually coming out this Soon, year isn't it I'm yeah. pretty sure it's towards the end of December. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Yeah, which is, uh, I am super excited about it. Tom Holland's Spider-Man has always been, like, one one of the best Spider-Men, personally. But Yeah, I think I agree, to be fair. Yeah, but this new film, it's all about him, like, 
everyone has now everyone now knows who Spider-Man is. Like he he's been doxxed. Like everyone knows who he is. So he goes to Doctor Strange and is like, "Help me figure this stuff out. I don't want anyone to know who I am." Messes with it, and then it everything goes wrong. Um, looks like previous villains from other um, other different versions of Spider-Man are coming into this film. So we've got Doc Ock. Uh, we've got the Green Goblin, who's played by Willem Dafoe from like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, Sp- Spider-Man, Spider-Man films, like the very <laughs> first ones. Um, oh god, who else is there? There's Electro, Sandman, uh, the Lizard they as well all, from the Andrew Garfield. The They're all popping up, and I really hope. I I don't want to like set my expectations too high, but I really really hope that all of the Spider-Men come t- into this film. So we'll see. Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire just battling it out with all these like sinister six villains. I don't I, I'm like hyping myself up about it now, but like if it doesn't happen, I'm gonna be absolutely gutted. <laughs> I know um, it's been a big topic of conversation for like yeah. a few months about this, because there's been mm. like certain yes. hints in trailers, yeah. but then you never know. You never know. There's probably like I don't know if there's any like contractual like problems and issues with it or whatever. We'll see. But yeah. it would be really cool. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it intertwines with the whole like a multiverse, multiverse splitting, etc. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So it's got to have it's got to have a, a, it will. a, a line in there for something. It will. Because I know at the very end of the trailer it's like something happens, like everything starts tearing and like things other things start coming through from the multiverse, but no one knows what it is yet. But um yeah, that's that's super cool. I was going to talk about something else with it, but I I I'd literally go on about Spider Man for so long. But um, yeah, I'm super excited about Spider Man. Um, another Marvel uh, film that's associated with Marvel is the Morbius film, which is Jared Leto playing. Uh, I think his name's Michael Morbius, and he's a a doctor who is like really really ill, and he basically tries to heal himself with vampiric powers, and he turns into mm. this like proper vampire and it's just super weird but again in the trailer there's loads of different kind of connections to the actual mcu like he brings up venom he brings up uh like the vulture from the tom holland films is in the trailer so it's all like kind of tying things together which is super exciting um again i think morbius is actually next year but uh yeah another i've got two more so I feel like I'm just rambling about s- stuff that I'm super excited about. Um, That's cool. The the Batman, which again super excited about. It's a proper dark. It's like a a lot darker version of Batman than we've seen before, um, which has uh, Pattinson. Oh god, what's his name? Robert Robert Pattinson as mm. uh, Batman. And really, I, yep, he is Batman. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, take a look at the trailer because it's he's more of a like a an emo Batman, like proper grungy, just really dark Batman. Um, Do you know who's um, directing it? Oh God, I'm not too sure. I'm not okay. sure. No, I wouldn't worry about it. It'd be interesting. No. Yeah, it's it, it just looks super dark. I think it's got the Riddler in. I'm pretty sure Penguin is going to be in it, and Penguin is played by. Uh, Colin Farrell, I think. No way. Um, yeah, who? It looks incredible. It just looks super dark, and like if you kind of like the Christian Bale Batman film, so like Dark Knight and all that stuff, that this looks like right up my street. 
Um, Dark Knight was like one of my favourites, I'd say, mm, Batman-wise. It was yeah, so good. Absolutely. Um, and then the last one, again, this isn't really... It's, it's coming out this year. Like I, I think it's coming out the 22nd of December. So I just thought I'd slip this one in. But it's the next Matrix film. So The Matrix Resurrections. So we'll see Keanu Reeves um, and unfortunately not for Lawrence Fishburne, who was meant to play Morpheus, but that is apparently... Uh, I, I'm just nerding out about this film. As soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, oh my God, another Matrix film, another Matrix film. <laughs> But, um, it's been so long. It's been so long since they've uh, they've had a Matrix film. But um, yeah, it's continuing. I believe it's continuing the story of the Matrix. Like it'll kick off where we last saw Neo fighting against the machines. Um, and the trailer, it looks like um, it's showing previous scenes from like the very first Matrix and kind of like rewriting it in a different way. And it just looks super interesting how they're gonna kind of bring the matrix back to life but um yeah it's got all like neo trinity morpheus but um as i said morpheus isn't the same character and apparently it's because there was a video game that came out called the matrix online and it was like a mmo rpg like world of warcraft but for mm. the matrix and in that morpheus died so i be- everyone like everyone who's fans of the Matrix. So they're sticking with that that storyline. Because it's Ah. canon. Because it's completely canon to the whole of the Matrix. So everyone's like, oh yeah, he died because, yeah, it's it's just super weird and I wonder if they might explain it a bit more but um, in the film. But yes, I have rambled on for way too long just talking about I remember those, that's cool, it's cool. I remember those films being quite long, the Matrix films. I think think the last one's almost like three hours or something. Yeah, yeah. But they um, are good. They are very good. They're just over the top action films. Like they're classic, classic action films. Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought them in because when it comes to film, I'm actually a little bit out of the loop, <laughs> and I'm not somebody that tends to pay for my subscription based stuff for longer than a month. And I yeah. don't go to the cinema. I still haven't seen 007 films. So I, there's still so much from this year that I haven't seen as well. Like I haven't, I still haven't watched Dune. Which oh, I desperately want yeah, to see. So so 007 good. 007 I haven't seen. There's so many films that I've missed. Um, but yeah, and also Shang Chi. But I'm hoping that will come to Disney Plus, or it's already. I've got a feeling it's not too far away. If not, I think it might already be there. If I've, not, it's on the premium. Yeah, I've seen like um, banners uh, advertising Disney Plus and like all the different shows and stuff appearing on it, and I've seen Shang Chi on that banner. But um, yeah, that's another one I will have to watch before the end of the year highly yeah. recommend it actually really mm. enjoyed it really really enjoyed it and there's cool. some funny like characters that pop in there that really really tickle me nice but yeah I think that's it we've covered like what we're looking forward to next year mm-hmm. um, next one is actually going to be our last episode of the year so I highly highly recommend you in and we're going to be talking about kind of our favourite bits of the year things we've enjoyed playing the most best TV films and we're actually going to round it off with our top three I'll actually leave the question on our Spotify and actually a lot of you can get involved on the YouTube comments and let us know what kind of things you enjoyed most this year, be it films or games, we'd really like to know and we kind of compare it to what we've got going on our side and we'll release it on our final episode. Um, other than that, we'll jump straight to your drinks. How was your Tasker? Oh, yeah. Tasker's fab. I love it. Love it. Delicious. It's just great. I, I'm pretty sure I've had this one before. Um, yeah, but the box it says Talisker, Talisker Store, Talisker Sky, um, 
it says it's smoky and sweet with maritime notes. I'm pretty sure I remember yeah. you saying this yeah. on like one of the first yeah. episodes we did. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's proper smoky, proper just hit those maritime notes. But yeah, it's it's a good whiskey to have, and I've got a couple of ice cubes, so it's like it's going down smooth. But, um, Loved it. Yeah, how was your uh, Rioja? How was your wine? Yeah, it's, not, it's not bad. Again, like I said, it's not not my favourite. I don't often go for it. It's usually Malbec mm. or Shiraz. But still pretty good. Pretty good. Good flavours in there. Um, not something I've actually seen before. But yeah, one of my little bottles out of my advent calendar. Highly recommend picking up one of these next year from Virgin Wines. I do, and like we said, are, I think... The bottles are still quite big, aren't they? Like it's Yeah, they are 187 mil, which isn't too bad. Mm. I don't know what a large glass is. Is it usually 250, 200? So Maybe, something like that. I think a Not too far off. I know one of the sizes is like 175, something like that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. In between, mm. sitting well in between, but yeah, the Virgin Wine's really, really good. Really I'll good. I'll have to sort that you out get... at some point. I've got like I because I I wear contact lenses. My contact lens subscription. They sometimes send me a voucher that's like fifty pounds off your first box and stuff yeah. like that. But I do never, deals. Never they do it. deals. But yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Well I'll have worth to check it. That out at some point. You can get an all white one. You can get an all red one. You can get a mixed one with rosé in there. But I'm definitely fixated on finding a whiskey one. Next oh yeah, year, definitely. Yeah, what fits, like the one you said your dad had one of those, didn't? Yeah, you? fits yeah. fits our trend very well. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll leave it there. Next episode, like I said, please leave some stuff in the comments and on our, our Spotify questions more about um, what you've been playing this year, things that you've really enjoyed, and also your top three because we'll be going in there with our top mm. three games of the year each and top films of the year each. So. Please, please let us know. We'll, we'll leave it there and we'll see you all next week. Take care. I've been Sam. And I've been David. Take it easy because you're now on my level.